have you had to take healthy risks in order to elevate your game in your business? Oh, for yeah. sure, Sean. And, and I would say a big part of that is that Phil and I are never afraid of being told no. We've been told no millions and millions yeah, of times. And we feel like that, as David Goggins says, it calluses the mind. It makes us stronger. It makes us hungrier. It makes us want to go for it. There has been ups and downs throughout the past 10 years about finding out things that work, finding out things that don't work. But ultimately, what we've done is we've grown stronger through those failures than we have through a lot of the victories because it makes you dig deeper. You look in the mirror of what you're doing and what's right and what isn't. And Phil, if you want to maybe talk a little bit about the, the train of positivity videos and the pay it forward aspect the resources we've utilized and how we try to not pigeonhole ourselves strictly into a speaking company. We aren't afraid to take a healthy risk, especially with the theme that if it's going to push any good energy out into the world, it's worth trying because even if it fails, it's not like we did anything bad. We were pushing you out. We love to make short films, like two minute pay it forward videos, finding a way like renting a limo, picking people up at a bus stop and getting to their next destination. The idea was to encourage people to do within their means to just pay it forward and be good to each other. Unlock your true potential on the field and court with our peak mental performance program for athletes. Train your mind to conquer challenges, stay focused under pressure, and achieve unparalleled success. Our expert coaches will guide you through personalized techniques, enhancing concentration, resilience, and confidence. Picture yourself outperforming your rivals, making split-second decisions with clarity, and achieving victory like never before. Join us today and elevate your game to new heights. Peak Mental Performance Program, where champions are forged in the mind. Email me today, sean.french at thedeterminedsociety.com for more information. See you inside. And a huge thank you to our platinum sponsor, Legacy Luxury Builders. Well, I got to tell you, Southwest Florida is one of the most beautiful places on the planet to live. We have beaches, palm trees, white sand, absolutely gorgeous. For those of you that are thinking of moving from other states to come to Florida, or even just moving to a different part of the state, consider Southwest Florida. And I want you to think a little bit deeper here. I want you to think of a big, beautiful, luxury home. Contact Legacy Luxury Builders. They are a family-owned and operated luxury residential construction company with a rich heritage in the construction industry and a deep-rooted commitment to excellence. They have established themselves as a trusted name in crafting exceptional homes for families seeking the epitome of luxury living. As a family-owned business, they understand the significance of creating a home that goes beyond mere bricks and mortar. They believe in the power of building not just homes, but legacies, homes that serve as the backdrop for cherished memories and the foundation for future generations. With each project, they approach it as if they were building their own family's dream home, ensuring the utmost care, attention to detail, and passion in every aspect of the construction process. Contact Legacy Luxury Builders now. Here we go, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Determined Society. I have with me here two of my good buddies, Matt and Phil. They are naturally known motivational speaking duo who are high energy experts in cultivating confidence and promoting positive mindset in their audiences across the world. Matt Makovich is an ultra marathon running college board recognized school counselor with a master degree in school guidance and counseling. Counseling. Phil Janiszewski is a tattooed covered. I got the name right, boys. Yeah, Netflix baking show flopping high school chemistry 
and physics teacher with a master's degree in teaching leadership, holding a positive education and certification. Guys, welcome to the fucking show. John, thanks for having wow. us. I mean, Thank I could get used to an intro like that this bright and early in the morning. I mean, what a better way to start the day, brother. Honored to be yeah, here. Absolutely. And honored to even be considered. So thank you. Dude, guys, it's it's a pleasure um, having you both on. You guys, you know, for the audience that doesn't know, I was on your guys's uh, MP and three, and it was the most amazing energy for three minutes. Um, I, I mean, that sounds bad, but like we talked about before we hit record, this is my first threesome on film. So welcome to it. We're proud to be a part of it and pl promise. Yeah. Be, be gentle. gentle. My safe word is pineapple. We're just ready to spread some positivity <laughs> no, today, baby. We are that's here. That's all we're doing. That's all we're doing. I think what Phil's happens, too yeah. embarrassed to say what his, uh, what his safe word is. Oh, I believe it would be meatloaf or muskrat. Well, okay. Now you're throwing me a curveball. So meatloaf, because you do anything for love, but you won't do that. What's muskrat? Correct. I think we stole it from meet the fuckers. When the dad would get bad, the mom would say muskrat, muskrat. Like it was a, a warning. You were getting out of, uh, out of line. Yeah. So that's just the joke. Yeah, dude, that, that guy wasn't bad. I may start using that during our presentations, Phil, when you start getting out of line. I just may start shouting muskrat across uh, school gymnasiums in hopes that you dial it back in, baby. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. It just, and, then, and then make him watch the movie over and over and over again so he realizes what the hell's going on, right? So, but no, guys, thanks so much for being here on such an early morning on the weekend. Obviously, this is going to be, you know, published on a Monday. But for those of you listening, like we don't stop. Like if our job, our calling is to spread positivity in so many ways in 24, seven, 365. So it doesn't stop for us. And this isn't work, right? This is actual fun. I get to talk to two of my friends for 45 minutes, unencumbered, uninterrupted. Well, I don't know. I've got three kids, so hopefully I'm not interrupted, <laughs> but you know, just as honored as you guys say you are, I'm, I'm even more honored to have you on my show. You guys are doing amazing things. And so, you know, we're going to navigate this conversation the best we possibly can. You guys, don't worry if you talk over each other. I talk over you. We've got three people on this show. Yeah, it's going to be Phil. It's going to be Phil, <laughs> right? I, I feel like Phil's still trying to wake up. Like, he's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I woke up late. No. Like, like no. I don't know, man. I'm good. I'm Guys, I've been up for hours. I'm ready to go. I'm just trying to. Dial it back a half notch because I am known to interrupt conversations. Sure, Dude, this be second. Yeah, because, let's talk about it. Um, Phil has been the type where if he has something to say, God love him, he's going to let us know about it. He has mm -hmm. been known to, let's say during presentations, Phil, if we have like a set segment and we need it to be finished by a certain time, we'll discuss before. Phil's like, all right, I'm going to go quick on this part so then you have time to tell your story at the end. Sean never happens. So today I am open for anything that goes down. There's no surprises. And uh, I love Phil dearly. And if he wants to talk, then baby, I'm going to let him talk today. Well, so two things. My wish for you, Rascal Flats plug, is that you actually get a word in edgewise. And second of all, like your family reunions or family dinners must be a shit show, right? Between the two of you, right? So for the audience, tell the audience how you guys are related. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> we are related in absolutely no way. We are actually coworkers. 
And uh, thank goodness for that, Matt. You want to go further into <laughs> Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah. No, Phil is uh, my very best friend and somebody who I met uh, between, I'd say, 10 and 11 years ago. Uh, I saw Phil at our same uh, place of employment at the school that we both work at. And I noticed this guy who was always very uppity, hopping around the halls, happy, but very naturally and genuinely uh, good hearted, which I feel like is where I felt that draw to him. And um, mm. ever since that moment, we had the opportunity to present at, an, uh, at a school event. They needed two public speakers slash teachers who kind of wanted to get into the speak uh, public speaking world, but didn't really know how to do it, but they needed somebody to fill a space. So Phil and I both volunteered. And then at that point, we both realized that as different as we are, our core foundation is 100% spot on with each other, with our morals, with our back, our backbone, our background, our families, philosophies. And from there, we have been the best of friends and have had amazing opportunities across the country. So I really want to go back to something in that because I think it's very important for people to really digest. And I think you guys can really... Um, find find congruence with this a lot of times when we're working in schools we're working in corporate environments man those other people don't want you doing anything else right because they want to hold you down and they want you to only focus on that one thing and kind of keep you in this in this prison i really love the fact that they provided the avenue for you guys to get together and, and create your own company and and impact lives globally how grateful are you guys looking back at that moment for those people that gave you that opportunity that is crazy. It was, we like to say it was the best accident maybe that's ever happened to us. We accidentally became motivational speakers through that opportunity. And yeah, that leadership program that we first spoke at, we 100% are so grateful. And in fact, that program is called an Operation Snowball in mm -hmm. Illinois. And we have presented to, I don't know, Matt, hundreds of snowballs over the years. Uh, just are hundreds of times. So it was, uh, we, we never forget that, that that was the opportunity that was the springboard for us to not only be able to present, which is great, but it, this, this journey has dramatically changed our lives because of the message we promote and us pushing ourselves to never be hypocrites of that mm. message. So our lives have gotten exponentially better because of this accidental thing that happened over 10 years ago. So it's pretty crazy to look back though, but Tons of gratitude when we think. What did you guys do for your 10 year anniversary? Oh, Phil, what did we do? I think we just. I think we made a post. Yeah, a corny Matt, right? uh, social media collage of our worst pictures okay. over 10 years. That was about it. Mm. But there was nothing mm. but gratitude. And uh, looking back at that, Sean, it's just crazy to think about how two ordinary people who 10 years ago, Phil, I would say that we thought we were happiest and healthiest that we ever could have been. Fast forward 10 years, our lives improved in ways we never even thought they could or should have. Basically, off of the fact that we started spreading positivity to people across the nation. And it shifted a mindset, Sean. And after that, it's like game on. And now it's like the world is picking up steam. Opportunities are picking up steam. And it's all because, as I like to live by this mantra of like, we're manifesting our perfect. Like, we are channeling every aspect of our life to manifest to be the best version of ourselves. And it has been incredible, sir. Well, let's dive into mindset, right? Because this is something that I hold dear to my heart. I truly believe um, an individual's mindset. I work, I personally work with athletes, right? So if as an athlete, 
if you don't have an elite mindset, you're toast. You can work your body all you fucking want. You can drill yourself to death, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, soccer. I don't lacrosse. I don't give a shit, right? It could be chess. But if you don't work on your mental game, then you're 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 not going to get very far. You're going to break as soon as that pressure, as soon as you get in that pressure chamber. And it's typically when these athletes get into the higher levels of high school. And they're like, oh, shit, what's next, right? The fear of the unknown and the fear of the, all the pressure to perform mm-hmm. in order to be a collegiate athlete, whatever level. And a lot of them are like D1 or bust. Like not everyone's a Division One baseball player. Not everyone's a Division One athlete. Let's get that straight. You have to be very, very special to in order to be a Division One athlete. All right. But there's a mindset involved. And, you know, you know, Phil, you, you, you educate children every single day. You are on... I, a fucking baking show on Netflix, uh, Matt, you are an ultra runner, right? Like it's unbelievable. So the type of mindset that you guys have to possess in order to stay positive in order to run for six straight hours, I think there's a lesson here. So let me ask you both. I would love for you both to answer in no particular order. What does mindset mean to you and how do you cultivate a positive one and an elite one daily? Mm. Yeah, I'd love to jump on that, man. Yeah, I, oh, see how I was trying to not interrupt you. <laughs> I Kevin? noticed that, and I've been just trying to play ping pong where I gave. The it's amazing. I want to give it's just like everybody's on the answer. same page here. He gave you. He's like, like he was serving <laughs> you a I crumpet. That... You take this one. <laughs> all right. So first of all, mindset wise, I think there's a few things that allow us to be successful and push forward and to get a proper mindset. One of them, Matt and I love to talk about is uh, Mm -hmm. self-confidence. So first of all, we need to develop and grow our self-confidence. And when we dig deeper into that, we really start to understand our potential so that we can push forward, take healthy risks, and allow ourselves Mm -hmm. to grow. So first of all, you've got to work on you and your self-confidence. And I think the best way, a lot of people say, that's great, but how do I get more confident? And we would say, put yourself Mm. out there. Try new things, take healthy risks, uh, reach out to someone like Sean French, who has, you know, an athlete membership who can help you think of new ideas. So self-confidence stems it in everything. And then from there, I would say, once you are comfortable with taking risks, being humble enough to know you don't know everything and learning from others, it's consistency that you're going to consistently try to be, what's the saying online, you know, 1% better every single day. You're a lifelong learner. And then all of a sudden you become married to this idea that, hey, I'm doing good, but I'm nowhere near Mm. where I can be. And if you're willing to work towards that every single day over a few year span, it's going to make a dramatic difference. And that goes back to Matt, what you said. 10 years we've been talking and 10 years ago, we thought we were the happy and healthiest we ever could be having no idea how much healthier and happier and more fulfilled we are now than we mm. were then. And because of that, I think we've become addicts of growth and pushing forward because we just see it. It's, it's, I think the sky's the limit, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you that, I don't think, 10 years ago. But now it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm open and available for everything. So because of my confidence, because of my consistency, I continue to grow and push forward. And then the last thing to answer your question was, well, how do you keep yourself positive? Because we all know growth isn't just a nice, beautiful, straight line upwards. Growth looks a lot like our stock market. There's some days of big growth, and then there's some days of big dips. And to that, I think there's 
habits, healthy habits you can create in your life that allow you to maintain a positive mindset. And again, I think a lot of that has to do with our foundational care. Like, are you getting enough sleep taking care of yourself? Because that allows us to be more resilient, but also to be a positive mindset. I like to practice simple things like three things of gratitude in the morning as soon as I wake up to train my brain to make those neural connections that, hey, 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 there are good things that are going on in our life, even though right now this is a struggle. So I think that helps with maintaining that positive attitude as well. And then, of course, whatever days you have that are tough, you fall back on consistency and habits to push you through. We all know that motivation and discipline can go up and Mm. down daily, but a habit, just you just do it because you do it. And I think that's when you push through the days when maybe you aren't as motivated, but that was my full answer. Muskrat, Matt. So good, Talk man. too much. So good. Over to you, Matt, let's brother. get your feedback on that. For sure, Sean. And let me just chime in and say he is much smarter than he looks. So I always do mm-hmm. love hearing his answers. So that's always sure. a good thing. I want you to know that. <laughs> so absolutely. Um, so now in terms of my positive mindset, I would say the biggest thing I've learned over the past 10 years is uh, nutrition and fitness to me has been the greatest gift In terms of the food and drink that I put inside of my body have a direct connection to my mood, uh, to my outlook on the day, and my energy level. So I have channeled all of my energy in that route without a doubt. Um, and, And in terms of maintaining that positive mindset, it all comes down to manifesting the life that you want to have in front of you. By that, who are we surrounding ourselves with? What type of energy are we subjecting ourselves to? Are you surrounding yourself with people who are comfortable in their space? Or are you surrounding yourself with those engines who keep on going and keep on pushing? So I feel like uh, Mm -hmm. Phil has been my um, uh, engine since 10 years ago. My wife is another engine. And I feel like when I continue to Mm -hmm. push myself in those avenues, making sure I'm taking care of myself fitness-wise, nutrition-wise, I feel like everything else for me personally falls into place. And I always try to have goals on my horizon. I always love having things to look forward to. I feel like that's where so much disconnect is for people where they, uh, they, they have a goal in mind. And as soon as that's done, they're almost like swimming in the middle of the ocean with no other outlet or where to go to. I love having goals or things to look forward to, to continuously push myself. And I feel like that sort of mindset has led me to starting out running three miles, going to 13.1 miles, heading to 26.2, and now heading to 50 miles from somebody who used to smoke a pack of cigarettes a day back in college. And it just, mm. it's crazy just the impact it makes. Fitness, nutrition, which shifts my focus completely. So a couple of things. I cannot picture you with a cigarette in your hand or in your oh, mouth. Oh, it was like, oh, not anymore. That doesn't, that doesn't compute to me. That doesn't compute to me at all. Um, so I'm glad you stopped. All right. Um, me too. The thing that, I mean, you both said some amazing things. Um, so I want to acknowledge one from each because I think it's very, very important for the audience right now to close their eyes or fuck that. Grab a pen or a pencil and some paper and listen to this. One of the things that Phil said was have the humility enough to know that you don't know everything and to lean on others to learn from. Like, listen, guys, we don't know it all. And if we continue to go through this life thinking we are the end all be all 
and the fuck the competition, whoever's in our space that we don't acknowledge them. No, 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 no. You need to latch on to the people that are doing the things that you want to do because they know something that you don't know. They can teach you something, how to implement processes. I did it right myself. I, I, I am going through Brian Kane's certification course for, for, you know, helping athletes build an elite mindset. Like, of course I'm going to go do that. I know the guy. I respect him. I coached, he coached against me in the college world series. I know Kaner. I'm like, wow, I remember that guy and he's largely successful. So pick up pieces from people and learn from them. And you'll find those people out there doing big shit that are, that are like, real life dudes or gals that are impacting the masses, they ain't going to charge you $15,000 for three months. Okay. They're going to be affordable because they understand the value that they give and they truly want to help your life and they want to help others life. So that's one thing. Have the humility to reach out and ask for help and know that you don't know everything. Okay. Matt and audience do not drop your pencil yet because this is a big one. Goals versus standards. <laughs> now you hear everybody talking about goals. You hear everybody talk about standards of the process, right? There's not very many synonyms for standards or process. So everybody's saying the same thing, but I want to, I want to go a little bit deeper. Now, when you have a goal, goals are meant to either reach or not reach. And the moment you don't reach them or the moment you do reach them, like, like Matt said, you're swimming in the middle of the fucking ocean. And you don't know where to go, but what if you made it a part of your DNA? What if you made that action, that process, that DNA, or I'm sorry, that standard part of your DNA. So that that's just something that you do, right? It's something that we do on an everyday basis that we wake up, we hydrate, we go for the run, we go for the lift, we come home, we make breakfast for our children. We send those beautiful faces off to the school. It's part of your standard. It's what you freaking do. And then you go out and you hunt for your family and you go out and you help lives. And it doesn't matter how you feel because guess what? Again, it's a part of your DNA. To me, that shifts every single reason not to fucking do something. What are your guys' thoughts on those things? I think also what you're saying is that you're creating and developing a fairly strict schedule. You are intentional about what you're building in to every single day of your life. And I think Matt and I both do this. And over the last 10 years, we've done it well. We're very different and have different routines and schedules, but we have set intention for the day. For me, I'm waking up. I'm going to do quick gratitude. I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to get home. I'm going to have breakfast with my kids. I'm going to be listening to an audio book to grow and learn on the way to work. When I go to work, I crush it and have a schedule. When I'm coming home, I'm listening to music. It's a big part of my day. I make dinner for my family. But I think of all the things that light me up, all the different things that are going to make my bank account, my emotional bank account positive, the things that are going to allow me to feel energized, more confident, more fulfilled, like I'm flourishing more. If I build those in every single day, going back to Matt, I'm no longer just treading mm. water, but I, I have a destination. I have a goal. And when you have those habits built in, then you don't have to think about it anymore at the end of the night and go, oh, gosh, I totally forgot to work out today. Oh, my gosh, I barely talked to my kids today. It's built in. So it's 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 easy. It's less energy. And then when you go to bed, you think, man, I got a lot done today. Smiled a lot. Built myself up had time that I needed and I'm ready to do it again tomorrow. And that takes time and intention, but 
that can make it so much easier. It doesn't have to be complex. Build a schedule of the goods things. And all of a sudden you start seeing that growth automatically so much. And you know, what's interesting about this is that I get flooded with gratitude based off the fact that I figured out my own recipe of what makes me manifest my perfect. It's exercise, it's nutrition, and ultimately it's being a present father and husband. Where my heart goes out to are the people who still don't have that missing element in their life to make them bring about the best version of themselves. And that's what that conversation needs to be had. Do people want to find that element or is that where Mm. negativity stems from? Is that when people aren't feeling like themselves but aren't willing to take that step to find that toolbox? And I feel like my life is so complete because I found those tools and elements that make me feel like the best version of me. And I feel like at such a young age, I feel pretty damn privileged that I have my recipe and formula that works. And a lot of it has to do with obviously fitness, nutrition, my family, my company, it's everything. And it's a beautiful combination, but that's something that people I feel sincerely need to strive to find that element. You know, um, I, I have my own answer for this, but I want to ask you guys, a lot of people, like you said, aren't finding that their what their perfect is or what that journey needs to look like so that they wake up every single day fulfilled and they know how to navigate their day to be the best husband, wife, son, daughter, whatever the hell it is, right? Athlete, doesn't matter. What do you think are some of the reasons that they don't do that? What's the fear? Mm. I, Matt, I, I, I think sincerely, I don't know if there even is a fear or if people are just in such a habit of survival mm-hmm. That Matt and I like to joke, sometimes people need a, a really good night's sleep, a really good shower, a treadmill, mm-hmm. and a salad. You know, and this and this is then that's not mocking oh. anyone's health. I think some people are so reactive and caught in the hamster wheel that if they just were able to pull it back a little bit and like look at my life, what am I doing? I'm just existing. You know what? I'm gonna build in a good eight or nine hours of sleep tonight. Then tomorrow when I get up. I'm going to go for a walk and that, but if they do that a couple days and take control of that, those basic needs and foundation, which Matt is like the Mm. king of right. That is Matt. That's your area of obsession and expertise. It's like your, the physical health where I know that me, I it's important, but I am like obsessed with the, the psychological side of happiness. But because I have Matt and I see him, I mean, man, dude just ran 13 miles today while his kids napped, you know, it's like, okay, I better, I better get my ass out there and do something. Cause Matt's out there running half marathons for giggles, you know, but being around people like that and that inspiration. So again, I kind of danced around your question, but I do think people get caught because they don't even realize it. And then it just becomes a habit that's unfortunately not serving them well. They're mm. just tired and reacting. And once they can back up and take control, I think they would find how fulfilling and less energy it takes once you get into a, a healthy habit. And then all of a sudden you start growing and growing. But Matt, what are your thoughts? Brother? I sincerely think that people get comfortable in their own headspace whether it's negative, whether it's lazy, whether it's judgment, whether it's deflection, it's a comfort zone. Sometimes that's all Mm. people know. And sometimes that's all people feel comfortable with. And I feel like in their world, a lot of times they feel 
people feel it's much easier to deflect and point instead of taking accountability for what could be changed in their lives, which could change their philosophy. But like Phil was saying, when you get caught in that hamster wheel, I feel like some people don't even know maybe that there is an issue. And in their life, maybe that isn't an issue. Obviously, when you surround yourself with people with like-minded philosophies and passions like we have, we obviously look at that as, wow, let's make some changes. But maybe in their world, they're comfortable being the way they are and having that uh, comfortable kind of stale mindset. What a fucking amazing conversation on a Sunday morning, guys. <laughs> I, damn. I'm well, fired let me, up. Let me chime in on this. Let me chime in. As much as Phil likes to point at the physical side of things, the running, the amount of work and time that Phil has put into developing his own philosophy and education and mindset on growth, uh, uh, you know, positive psychology is beyond impressive. Yeah. And yeah. you could tell what an impact it makes, not only on our relationship, but just <clears throat> him as a professional, him personally, I feel like that's the, I never want to overlook that. It's much easier to say, oh, I read 13 point miles. Oh, look at me. But this is a guy who's diving deeper and deeper and deeper into positive psychology. And you put us together and damn it, I'm going to say we're a pretty potent combination of positivity. And we have a lot of boxes checked. And I'm proud of us, Phil. Uh, you, you guys should Thank be proud. And, and again, I think you guys are both amazing in your own right, right? Everybody has different gifts, right? So for you guys to work, um, and, and be the, the two headed monster that you are, it needs both of your gifts, right? So let me circle back here to the question I asked you two, and you guys answered it perfectly. Cause I don't think there's a right answer. I don't think there's a wrong answer, right? I think it is what it is for everybody. For me, here's my theory. I feel that in order to grow, like truly grow in your life, you have to take a long, hard look in that thing that the, everybody hates. It's called a mirror, man. And you have to look deep into your eyes and look deep into your childhood or your early adulthood and say, you know, where have I fucked up? You know, where is this on me? You know, why is my marriage so bad right now? Why is my girlfriend so pissed at me? Why do my, why do I have shitty friends? Why, why am I not getting playing time? You know, why can't, why am I, why am I getting buried at mile 11 and I can't finish the 13.1? Well, it's because we, quite possibly we're not releasing some of that energy from the past, that broken child or that, or that, you know, the, the little boy or the little girl inside you that needs to heal. Right. We don't, we're not acknowledging that part of it. So for me, I think people are just so scared to acknowledge the monster that lays within them because they feel like if they, if they acknowledge that monster, finally, then that other person that called them out on it years ago is right. And now they feel shame. So anything to back away from somebody else being right and feeling that shame, I'm like, let's really look at this. You know, very recently, my wife and I had a pretty heated conversation to say the least. And there's a lot of finger pointing. Now, I, you know, you guys, you know me, I'm, I'm always going to be honest on my show. I'm not going to like, I want to give people a peek behind the curtain and, and into real life scenarios. We are thought leaders. You know, we are, we are coaches. We are speakers. You know, we're podcast hosts but we're not hundred percent perfect and we don't have life figured out. We go through our times of struggle where I'm not my highest self. It happened this week for me. I hit a breaking point, like an absolute breaking point where I'm like, Whoa, like, dude, you need to really dive into what you are not doing right in this relationship. And so I wrote a letter and I go here, here are all the things that I'm doing wrong as your husband. 
Like that's powerful, but it, but it was hard to, to sit there and type. Right. And, I, and I'm not putting everything out. Like my wife and I have a great marriage. Okay. But like, there's moments guys, you know what I mean? There's moments of like, whoa, this is really fucking hard. And so for me, like the only way I knew how to release that energy is to finally be okay with here's my flaw. Here's my flaw. This, here's this whole list and not expect anything back. And ever since I did that, it's funny how the communication is working so much better in this household. Because maybe, because maybe when you acknowledge that and you have the humility to do that, then all of a sudden, just because that person doesn't reciprocate it like you, they take action. And now they're different because they're seeing a shift in you, right? And so it builds that communication. So for me, a, a long rant, but you guys expected that for me, is Truly, what I feel holds people back is they're just scared to look at themselves. Yeah, it's interesting. I think you brought up a really good point, too. First of all, you being honest with yourself. And when you shared that with your wife, right, you're all of a sudden you're dropping the guard. You're being willing to be vulnerable, which tells another person you're open to feedback. You're open to communication. And again, like you said, it was no longer pointing the finger except back at you. And because of that, that allows people to feel like, okay, I think, I think this is no longer attacking mm-hmm. each other, but we can grow and build together. So I think that was an excellent idea to push forward in order for you guys to grow, you know? And like you said, all humans are fallible. We, we absolutely um, all have our <laughs> weaknesses that we can work on. So I would say too, the people you're surrounding yourself with, right, that I think they either allow you to feel like you can be real and grow and they'll give you honest feedback. I mean, Matt, the other day in your office, I I just started lifting. uh, I got tired with my workout. So I started hitting it heavy again instead of a boxer workout, started lifting really heavy. And because of that, I, I was bulking up and I had my suit vest on. I told him, tell me the truth, man. I'm like, I have put on about 10 pounds of muscle. I said, but I don't, I don't think it looks like that. I think it looks like I just put on 10 pounds and I'm like, all right, tell me the truth. He's like, you look a little tight in the middle in the shirt. He's like, I'll be honest with you. Cause you asked, I would have never noticed it unless you made me, you know, but I, I want yeah. a friend who's going to be real with me, you know, because he knows it's important to me. I want to make sure that I am healthy and also projecting an image of health uh, of an authentic one. So I'm like, all right, I got to change up my routine. I'm not happy with this way it works. But again, like Matt said, when you have those engines in your life that are going to be honest with you and supportive of that, I think you're more naturally able to grow, to improve yourself and also self-reflect because when a friend asks you something sincere, then you can't help but think, Oh, I wonder, you know what they think of Mm -hmm. this about me. And I, I think it's really important to have those Did you know what's funny? Life. So I, went to, I was at gymnastics last Monday with uh, my youngest daughter. And one of my good buddies, he's been around from day one of me starting the stuff. Like a big supporter, just, you know. Uh, he was one of my first guests on my show, actually. We did it in his backyard. Like, I, I can't like I can't remember. I I mean, I'm looking at it. It's like, dude, I used to do some, some, some ghetto shit, man. Like, I didn't even know what I was doing back in the day. Like, episode three, right? But he says to me, bro, you look great. looks like you're leaning up, flattening out. He's like, for a while there, man, you were, you know, I was getting worried about you. The stress had you. I go, why the fuck didn't you say something? 
He's like, what do you mean? I didn't want to hurt your feelings. I'm like, hurt my feelings. This hurts my feelings. This hurts my feelings that you, that, that you can't say, Hey, Sean, are you okay? Are you stressed? Cause you're getting fat. Like, tell me, like, I don't, you know, I, we need to be honest with each other in this world, right? And I think that's the where, you know, the real growth comes from. And it's like, if you take this and what we're speaking about and turn it into a conversation with an athlete, you have to be able to look at yourself in the mirror. Am I doing everything that I possibly can to be successful on the court or on the field, right? And, and, and if the answer is no, fucking look at yourself, right? Look at yourself. Same thing with the business, are you doing everything that you need to do to be successful? And so for me, most recently, I had to say like, no, I wasn't like, I have a great show. I have a great podcast. I have amazing guests, but like, where's my business going? I wasn't, I wasn't congruent with who I, who I really am. You are most qualified to help who you were before. I'm a former division one athlete. So fucking game on. Right. And then you shift. And then all of a sudden this energy kicks up and people know it. And you start to see it even on your social media interactions. Like, holy fuck. The, oh my God. I have, oh, it's not the algorithm. It's not Instagram that sucked. I sucked. Like now I'm speaking my truth <laughs> and now people are noticing, you know? So have you guys gone through anything in your business to where you guys had to really look at, you know, cause you talk about taking healthy risks and I got I want you to expand on that, you know, in terms of like, have you had to take healthy risks in order to elevate your game in your business? Oh, for yes. sure, Sean. And, and I would say a big part of that is that Phil and I are never afraid of being told mm. no. We've been told no millions and yeah, millions dude. of times. And, and we feel like that, as David Goggins says, it calluses the mind. It makes us stronger. It makes us hungrier. It makes us want to mm -hmm. go for it. And I feel like uh, there has been ups and downs throughout the past 10 years about finding out things that work, finding out things that don't work. But ultimately, what we've done is we've grown stronger through those failures than we have through a lot of the victories because mm. it makes you dig deeper. You look in the mirror of what you're doing and what's right and what isn't. And Phil, if you want to maybe talk a little bit about the, the train of positivity videos mm. and uh, the pay it forward aspect. Uh, the resources we've utilized and how we try to not pigeonhole ourselves strictly into a speaking company. Yeah. I think that we aren't afraid to take a healthy risk, especially with the theme that if it's going to push any good energy out into the world, it's worth trying because even if it fails, it's not like we did anything bad. We were pushing you out. We love to make short films, like two minute pay it forward videos, finding a way like renting a limo, picking people up at a bus stop and getting to their next destination get a little fil film crew, you know, make a little fun thing. The, the idea was to encourage people to do within their means to just pay it forward and be good to each other. So uh, we've done about seven of them and really enjoy doing them. They're fun. But Sean, you'd say like growth wise from a business perspective, it's done absolutely mm. nothing, you know, financially or that. And, and that's okay. But personally for us, Meeting new people, strangers, it's taught us a lot about how film and editing work. It taught us a lot about improv and interviewing people and meeting people in the moment where they're at. So even though we put a lot of resources and time into it, and you would say, again, from a business perspective, like absolutely no payoff. I think that's probably fair, right, Matt? <laughs> Not really any yeah. payoff. We've, But we have personally mm -hmm. connected with new people, learned so many skills. So to your athletes that are listening every single new thing you try uh, that you learn 
you are going to pick up a skill in some way that's going to allow you to just, again, move forward a little bit more. But it does take confidence and humility to be willing to do that. I think uh, Komet from the Chicago Bears yesterday had an amazing – he just got signed with the Bears officially. I don't know. They were working out money. Money problems, yeah, Sean. That's tough, um, isn't it? But he's, he said a beautiful thing. He says, well, I have a, I have a one-day contract. Um, Every day, I'm trying to renew that one-day contract yeah. for this team. It's not a year. It's mm-hmm. it's every day. And I thought, man, well said. Not just in the world of sports, but yeah. our careers. Every day, you're trying to renew yes. that contract because you have something to grow, learn, and improve upon. And I think you live like that. It's hard for people not to see your growth and support you. I think that's a that was a really cool thing. No, I, I think it's a great point. And Phil, thinking about and Phil, if you're thinking about that, uh, you know, the train of positivity videos. Yeah, financially from a company standpoint, never opened up any doors or any opportunities. However, you and I speaking in front of a camera, we get used to it. We get comfortable with it. Fast forward seven years, you're being flown out to LA to be on a Netflix show. And you're there telling you me that that pay it forward experience didn't help you and your comfortable level and just your uh, expertise in front of a camera or just speaking with random people on the streets. You don't think that helps right. me out as a school counselor? That's right. the mindset you need to have. There could be people who are sitting in the corner being pissed off saying, oh, well, we never got recognized for this or that. But damn, look at those opportunities that came from that and what other skills that we've built up, public speaking wise, comfortable in front of the camera. And that's where that growth mindset comes in, Sean, where even if there isn't a business or financial payout, it's about looking at what other tools were added to our toolkit simply because mm. of that experience. Dude, I, I love that. Spot on. So I can look back on all of my interviews from start to now, right? And I can listen to them and I'm like, fuck man, like the, the growth, right? Now, has it necessary? Am I rich? No, but I can look at it th- <laughs> like this though. Every single time I'm out there in my medical sales device world and I'm out there talking to physicians and I'm out there talking to mid-level nurses and you know, AANPs, all that shit. I understand that my conversations flow better now because I'm quicker on my feet. I can think quickly and I can mm-hmm. speak intelligibly right away. I mean, it, it, this, this has given me so much. And to, to my wife, she, you know, she mentioned to me, she goes, I've heard you on conversations, um, you know, with corporate, uh, you know, doctors and everything like that. And your speech pattern has improved so much since you've been doing this podcast. It's just you learn to talk to so many different types of people, read energies, understand their speech pattern, and meet them where they're at, right? And I and I think it's a true gift. I know it's a gift, and and I love it because for me, I'm just looking to get better every single day. Like that, that that's really it. If I can beat that Sean French from yesterday, like is that Sean from French from yesterday? You know, had like two or three cheat meals, right? It's okay. It's okay. Fuck it. Like. I'm going to live my life with my kids on a Saturday. Now today I'm, I'm, you know, back on track. It's like, we're not letting it get it out of hand here because to the, to the, to the, to your point, you know, Matt is if that nutrition and that fitness isn't kicking for me, I am beyond fucked beyond any imagination. Like I, my mind doesn't work. Uh, there's no power in my speech. There's, there's no conviction in what I do. And I can look back at my last shows like over the last two months and like, look at the reel and be like, yeah, dude, you don't believe what you're saying right now. I mean, you believe it, but you're not living it. So it's like, 
what, what the hell are you doing? Right. And now I look at him like, oh, man, we're heating up. We just getting started over here. We're cooking with gasoline. I mean, we're going. So, you know, I, dude, guys, this is this has been just an incredible um, conversation. In the last couple of minutes, what I'd like to do is I would like for you guys to speak to the audience and tell them how they can connect with you, how they could fly you guys out to speak for their organization, their school, because I truly feel the world, again, needs to to be in front of the two of you. So talk to them. How can they work with you? Absolutely, Sean. Well, uh, first of all, I, I just want everybody to know that it has been an honor talking and conversing with Sean French, and this has just been a revigorating way to start the day. And uh, everything you see from Phil and I is completely genuine and completely sincere. Truth. We have uh, nothing but positive intentions that we want to be put out to the world, and whether it's short videos, whether it's presentations, podcasts, we would love to celebrate life with each and every one of you. You could find us at info at MP presentations. You could search the hashtag MP the number two day MP today. And Phil, do you want to talk about more of our social media handles too, my friend? Yeah, friends, we're all over social media. We're obnoxious, but our handle is always just MP presentations. And for anyone looking for us to come out, we specialize in building up self-confidence and promoting a positive mindset. And we do it right in front of the crowd. So we love to have a high energy, humorous, interactive presentation that leaves your stomach hurting from laughing, but also leaves you with some really important and life-changing perspectives to motivate you and get you starting to take that first step towards more growth, more confidence, and take a little bit more control of yourself. So for anybody who's just feeling like things are just a little dry or dull and they're looking for a little bit more out of their life, I'd say we'd be a great overlap for you to try to well, to get you to have a little bit more pep in your step so that you can start taking more control of your life. So we'd be honored to be a part of that for anyone looking to experience that. We have a oh, great thank time. You. I want to expand it. on that. So I do have some educators that listen to the show, right? I have a large group of educators because as you know, I used to be an educator myself. Can you talk to them about your, your lounge that you're creating for these, for teachers all around the globe? Please. Oh, thanks, Sean. Yeah, I'm creating something called the uh, Positive Growth Lounge, which is a membership for specifically anyone in the education field. And what that is doing is basically we like to say like it's SEL for educators. Uh, I'm focusing on my positive psychology love. And with that, what I'm doing is uh, bringing twice a month virtual meetings for educators to always have a topic of how can we get better for ourselves so that we can live our lives better, but also pour into our students more. So I'm kicking that off in October and any educators literally looking to just like we already spoke about in this podcast, Sean, the people we surround ourselves with have a profound impact on our life. So any educators looking to find their group of positive, energetic humans looking to take better control of their personal life so they can pour into their students, this might be a great overlap for you. Just hit up positivegrowthlounge.com. And from there, you can check it out. I'd love for people to see if they'd like to join in on our family and hopefully uh, live a happier, healthier life, but also pour into oh, our students amazing. more. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for I'm gonna, I actually have that link. I'll include it here. So audience, don't worry about remembering that. It's in the show notes. Click the damn button. Go do it. Right. So again, guys. Yep. And Sean, Sean, if I could just, if I could just sure. chime in too, to anybody who's interested in joining Phil's Lounge, I could tell you after years of 
working with Phil, years of being alongside of Phil, anything that Phil puts out is going to be done with 110% hard work, sincerity, and genuine intention. So if you're on the fence about thinking about doing this, who is this guy? What's his background? I'm telling you, you are going to get first class material. You're going to get first class and consistent delivery. And I strongly encourage you from the business side of it. I see it from a personal side. I see it daily with this guy. You do not want to miss this. And I mean, that's sincere. I love it. I love it. And, and everything that Matt is saying is 100% correct or else they wouldn't be here. They, they, they wouldn't be here. Right. So, um, I appreciate you to appreciate you too so much and, uh, audience, um, if you are listening to the show for the first time, please, you know, subscribe to the show, you know, scroll down where it says, leave a, a comment review, click the dang link, leave a review, hopefully five stars and, and tell us what you got out of the show right? We, we want to hear it. And don't be afraid to share it on your social media platform because voices like theirs need to be heard. Let's start spreading positivity over social media instead of fucking booty pics and all that bullshit. All right. There's no value in it. Zero, absolute zero. I feel like I'm on my soapbox now, but for you, for you guys listening, like it's true. Let's spread some shit. That's going to help people's lives, not destroy marriages. So listen, guys, I love you both. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. You know, thank you for being on the show on a Sunday morning. You guys were incredible. Your message is impeccable, but your mission is even greater. Thank you so much. It's been an honor, Sean. Thank you, brother. Love you. We you love got you. it, boys. So much, Be Sean. good. Unlock your true potential on the field and court with our peak mental performance program for athletes. Train your mind to conquer challenges, stay focused under pressure, and achieve unparalleled success. Our expert coaches will guide you through personalized techniques, enhancing concentration, resilience, and confidence. Picture yourself outperforming your rivals, making split-second decisions with clarity, and achieving victory like never before. Join us today and elevate your game to new heights. Peak Mental Performance Program, where champions are forged in the mind. Email me today, sean.french at thedeterminedsociety.com for more information. See you inside.